morning, boys and gerbils. We're on a timeline today. I'm going to have to boogie. Bear Man's got a bunch of stuff to do today. So, uh, let's see. It's me, uh, Luke McGee, Mini Schnauzer Blessings, and Ed B. Rosado. Some of my favorite people just hanging out. All 11 of us, which is old school Bear Independent Live. Remember that? Like five, six years ago when it was like nobody was here. I know it's odd. It's just us. It's just us, boys and girls. Um, you're on early today, says Carlos Carabet. Carlos, you ain't been here that long, have you? There's been times I've done these at 3 o'clock in the morning because that's the time that I had to do it with. So, and then people are like, Bear, please explain your meteor meteoric rise uh, in subscribers on YouTube. It's like 7,000 videos and live streams. Actually, the way that I did it, it's pretty terrible. I should have just made like some really stupid content that was designed to be consumed by children. And then, you know, like what's his face? Preston and Brianna and they had $54 million in YouTube revenue and a Bentley. But that shit's gay. Instead, we'll do the brief today. Good morning, everybody. Bear Independent Brief, 29 December, 23 guys two days away hey and listen if i don't see you in between now and new year's if you're going to celebrate the new year's first of all you know the standard safety brief don't enter the population don't take away from the population i'm you know listen the first command is be fruitful and multiply so as long as that's your husband or wife add to the population that's fine go for it you're supposed to no see you're a you're a, an eternal soul, fearfully and wonderfully created by Yah, living inside of this meat and bone mech suit, okay? Your job is to procreate and raise them up. So good to go. The don't take away from the population thing? Mm, whose population are we talking about? Hamas? Gangbangers? Pedos? Eh, use discretion, you know? Police your stuff, you know? Fingerprints? Not so great. Yeah, gloves are a thing, bro. Um, and sometimes, sometimes just a little pokey poke. Put the sharp end in the soft stuff. Good to go. Um, yeah, don't drink and drive. Do not. And assume that everybody else on the road is trying to kill you with their vehicle. Defensive driving. Okay? There you go. All right. Bear Independent Brief, 29 December 23. Concerns about the potential impact of regional conflicts on the global economy continue as the world watches the simmering conflict in the Middle East, wondering if or when it may boil over. Unlike the 1973 Yom Kippur War, which led to a surge in inflation and global recession, the initial weeks of the conflict saw very little disruption in world markets. However, as tensions continue to escalate, this could still change. Also, perhaps the baseline for world economic distress is different now than it was in 1973 due to, uh, as our brother Rex likes to call it, the Charlie Victor one-niner um, and the war in Ukraine and uh, numerous other factors. So maybe baseline world economic crisis is a little bit different now than it was in 1973. Eh, maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know. The current situation has not yet significantly impacted inflation, but give it time. 
as mentioned in previous briefs, there are mounting concerns that if Iran and the U.S. become more directly involved in the war, that would lead to serious challenges for the worldwide economy. Or, boys and gerbils, we take somewhere between 48 and 96 hours and we wipe Iran off the map. You know, glass desert stuff. For example, if Iran enters the conflict, attacks on shipping may extend beyond the Red Sea to the Strait of Hormuz, which could in turn cause a dramatic increase in oil prices. <gasps> and Peter Zihan talks about this. The reason that energy prices fluctuate so greatly is because the demand is relatively level while the supply goes all over the place. And so it's that last 1% to 10% of availability that becomes the market driver on the entire inventory so i don't know put stuff and put fuel in gas cans and clearly mark your diesel and your gasoline because if you have a 15 year old son who's stu still uh learning the ways of manhood you might barely avoid putting diesel into a gas engine which is recoverable but putting gasoline into a diesel engine far less recoverable so make sure your stuff's labeled Red cans for gasoline, yellow cans for diesel. If you have big tanks, make sure they're clearly labeled diesel, gasoline, etc. Okay? All right, cool. You should do that. Like, you should transpose a thing. Logistics wins wars. And if your war is you versus the zombies in the apocalypse, you should be able to affect the transpo, understanding that all systems ultimately devolve into a man-portable system, a.k.a. what can I carry on my body? Which, praise you I can carry a significant amount on my body. You know what's cooler? One-ton pickup trucks. I can carry way more in a one-ton pickup truck than I can on this mech meat suit. Do-do-do-do-do-do. In such a scenario as Iran shutting down the Strait of Hormuz, the current relief and optimism over seemingly controlled inflation and hope-filled market rallies could come to an abrupt halt. In fact, if Iranian and American forces find themselves in direct confrontation, <laughs> all assumptions about global economic stability may become irrelevant. The IRGC, the IRGC. Somebody needs to introduce them to our particular version of American freedom. Oh, 300 blackout, 10 and a half inch barrels suppressed. You ever heard those things? Like the real ones, not like the one that your buddy built off of Palmetto State Armory, like the real ones. It's so cool. You know, you know how there's dudes with those rifles there? Have nods. <laughs> and happen to see them. Other than that, you don't hear shit. It's amazing. It's amazing. Why all this focus on oil prices? You know what? I'll give you a little anecdote. I was in a place doing a thing, and uh, there's a training event. Not the typical, let's all go to Gunsight Academy and learn front sight press. Like, it was a training event. I was at a training event, and um, it was in the middle of nowhere, and there was a kill house there, and shoot house. And there was a unit, mm, you heard of them, but they don't like it when people have heard of them. And uh, they had their little birds. And they were practicing hitting this shoot house over and over and over and over and over again. 92 seconds. 92 seconds from when you could hear the choppers. 
to when dudes were off the choppers, building cleared, back out of the building, back on the choppers, and gone again. 92 seconds. I'm talking like a swarm of American badasses just clear, clear. All right, wrap it up, boys. Back on the birds, gone. 92 seconds. Super proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me. While this focus on oil prices, in the words of the U.S. Energy Information Association, the EIA, the world's transportation sector depends almost totally on petroleum products such as gasoline and diesel fuel. Indicator for you, Mr. or Mrs. Prepper. Many countries also rely primarily on petroleum fuels for heating, indicator, cooking, indicator, and generating electricity, indicator, which means you should what? Be able to affect transportation, heating, cooking, and the generation of electricity. If your goal is to perpetuate normalcy for the people that you love, which is our working thesis on what preparedness is, perpetuating normalcy for the people that you love. Petroleum products made from crude oil and other hydrocarbon liquids account for about one-third of total world energy consumption. In other words, oil is the lifeblood of the world. To measure its flow is to measure the fundamental ability of all human systems to remain healthy. Outside the Middle East conflict, what is the bigger picture for the world's economy in 2024? The organization, and you know they're fancy, probably European because they spelled organization with an S, not a Z, for ec uh, economic cooperation and development participates, or I'm sorry, anticipates a slowdown in global output in 2024, primarily due to high interest rates, curbing inflation, and economic activity. The Outlook report read, quote, Risks to the near-term outlook remain titled to the downside and include heightened geopolitical tensions, for example, due to the evolving conflict following Hamas's terrorist attacks on Israel and a larger-than-expected impact of monetary policy tightening, end quote. Let me break that down for you. Um, terrorists make people nervous, and there's not as much uh, velocity in the money because of inflation. So that's going to affect the global economy in 2024, say the nerds. So... Three pivotal indicators to keep an eye on for the global economic situation in 2024 are the U.S. federal funds rate, Brent crude oil prices, and China's credit growth. Predictions of a Fed rate cut in March 2024 are indicative of a potential economic weakness. As for Brent crude prices, it's one of the primary benchmarks used to establish worldwide oil prices, so that indicator will keep pulse on the world's oil. The final indicator, China's credit situation, can be an indicator of the nation's economic activities, which have cascading effects across the world. Of course, there are so many other influencing factors. Morgan Stanley issued a note this month that read in part, good morning, sweetie, how are you? Good. You got bedhead. You know what bedhead is? Bedhead is when your hair looks like this because you've been laying on a pillow. Oh, was there a pillow on the bed? Yeah. No, no pillows on the bed? I'd take it up with management. <laughs> yeah. Morgan Stanley issued a note this month that read in part, the surprise for 2024 comes in how the combination of increasing policy, re policy restraint around the world, 
the loss of U.S. federal government fiscal policy support, and the heightened uncertainty uncertainty related to the U.S. general election pushed the economy into a hard landing. And I would submit to you there is absolutely going to be uncertainty around the 2024 landing, uh, words, election. Did you guys see, not just Colorado, but now Maine, Maine has excluded former President Donald J. Trump from the ballot? Yeah. Did you see who the Secretary of State of Maine is? Just so happens she's really good friends with Barack Hussein Obama and Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Coincidence, I'm sure. I'm positive. It's a nothing burger. Can you say revolution, my friends? I think a bunch of people are going to get legitimately pissed off at this point. I don't know, Jus Hefe. Trump is back on the Colorado ballot. That's good. Let's see if he can navigate the main ballot. Lugnut. What's up, Lugnut? Let's see. Do, do, do. Keeping an eye on the economic health of the world key players, as well as its fundamental energy sources, is the simplest way to keep one's finger in the wind. You could also watch the Bear Brief. You could also share this show with people that you love. You could also be subscribed. You could consider doing those things. <sighs> or don't. Whatever. You're probably an American. You probably still have some semblance of freedoms, including freedom of association. And if you don't want to be associated, that's okay. But I know like 40% of you aren't subscribed. And I know of that 40%, half of them are feds. The other half of y'all should probably subscribe. Okay? Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. What else? Per usual, the show is brought to you by Elohim, the creator of the universe, Yahweh, your Elohim, the Lord, your God. I know so many people prefer the English translation, God, the creator. Yeah, Messiah's dad, him. And the fine people of Patreon, link in the description. Uh, we've had a series going on there on biblical manhood and biblical preparedness. So, you know, you want to. You want to throw $10 at essentially preparedness mastermind classes, Patreon, link in the description. And then uh, the fine people over at refugemedical.com, whom I show for hardcore because I founded that company and it's mine. And if I'm going to show for anybody, might as well show for me, right? Cool. Word, says Nick Rhodes. Bear independent bonus intel. Do, do, do. Skipper T says, I prefer Yahweh. Yeah, Yahweh, Yahovah, Yahava, Yahuwah. The Tetragrammaton, the yod heh vav heh which the pronunciation of which has been lost because uh, the Yehudim, the Jews, quit saying it while they were in the Babylonian exile, and then they forgot how to say it. Now there's just a bunch of contention over how to pronounce it because Paleo-Hebrew didn't include vowels. Fun times. Almost like somebody did a, a modicum of biblical research or something. You know what I mean? Bear independent bonus intel. I work for an ambulance service in southern Arizona. This company provides the entirety of Pima County service to the entirety of Pima County and contracted to the nine different departments as well as an interfacility, hospital to hospital, doctor's appointments, care homes, etc. The truck I'm on is normally contracted to a fire department in the northwest side of Tucson in the city limits. 
Lately, we've had an increase of primary 911 calls on the complete opposite side of the city for a different department and crossing through town. We've been passing sometimes six or seven closer ambulances to get to calls with the other department waiting 45 minutes to an hour for our ambulance to get there, lights and sirens, with the trucks we're passing sitting sometimes 10 minutes down the road. It was brought up to our shift commanders multiple times. What we've been told is that we are now first due for these calls because the other department only has one and rarely two ambulances on a good day and not enough to cover the area that is normally very busy with five to six ambulances. These residents pay a subscription tax for both their fire and medical, which is much higher than the normal property tax that covers those services and are now having to wait upwards of an hour in some cases for an ambulance that used to take less than 10 minutes. In talking with other shift leads, they were told that the city contract takes absolute priority and the closer trucks can no longer be used, stating that we will burn all other contracts to save the BLS contract for the city. This causes us to leave our area without ambulances and cross several closer trucks in the city who are just sitting at their station. If either of those areas found out the reason why their residents are having to wait 30 plus minutes, they would be furious but we've been told that this information getting out would be an instant termination if we are found out. Oops, I guess the internet knows now. Sorry, Tucson and Pima. Um, it illustrates if you have a, if there's a criticality in your medical situation. Pastor Joe just did a video about this on Patreon yesterday, and I was just talking with a brother about this earlier this week. The golden hour and prolonged field care. Ruck, truck, house, plane. Uh, synchronicity, man. It's a beautiful thing. You, Mr. or Mrs. Prepper, have to continue to take personal responsibility for your well-being. The system cannot save you because of the fragility of the system. The golden hour is a concept that if we can get you from the external stimulus that caused the problem to a hospital, probably an OR operating room, within an hour, the likelihood that you will survive goes up exponentially. It's like an 80% increase in the survivability of the patient in the golden hour. But if it takes an hour for the ambulance to get there, you have de facto burned the golden hour, which gets into what's called prolonged field care aka how do i take care of this person in the field for one to 24 to 72 hours and it's a thing so the first and most important part of that is knowledge you have to know how to do this stuff and if you can come to class with refuge you should we have training dates up on the website refugemedical.com if you can't at a minimum for free here at this channel watch the trauma medicine playlist and I teach you everything that you need to know about how to use one of our first aid kits, which are the best. But if you have a different first aid kit, it will apply to that as well. And it may actually inform some of the shortcomings in your current first aid kit. So check that out. How to use it. Not just what it is, but how to use it and what it's used for. Indications, contraindications, etc. All right. That's the entirety of the March algorithm. Massive bleeding, airway, respiratory, circulation, head injury, hypothermia, everything else. For free, here on YouTube, Trauma Medicine Playlist. Watch it, share it, do it with your MAG, Mutual Assistance Group. You should possess these skills. And you should have more than 
the cool ankle kit that's on your your ankle like mine right now more than the tourniquet in your pocket you need a robust first aid kit at home one in your vehicle and then if you have any aspirations for long-term preparedness you need at least the ruck portion right individual first aid kits for each person kits in each vehicle and then ruck truck house what's at the house wound care buckets surgical buckets postpartum buckets birthing buckets adventure kits what's your ruck stomp bag or field medic our stomp bag exceeds naval special warfare specification for a seal team operational medical pack that's what a stomp bag is ours is better than theirs how do i know that seal medics have told me that they were blown away that ours is better than theirs the ambulance is probably not going to get to you within that hour which means you need to know how at a minimum to keep somebody alive at a minimum for an hour and we're talking bls basic life support air goes in and out blood goes round and round not als not paramedic level stuff basic life support easy peasy okay next osceola iowa has a water crisis the city gets their water from west lake and the lake has been extremely low for months leaving the residents on a water usage limit. And if you go over the limit one time, it's a hefty fine of $700. If you go over again, they turn your water off. Mm. Rainwater catchment, anybody? Should we catch the, the liquid that falls from the sky? But bear, it's got heavy metals and toxins in it. What do you think's coming out of your faucet? Filter it. But I heard that Berkey Filters is going out of business. Okay. Pick one. I don't care. In fact, there's a company that a Patreon or a member, a patron referred me to, Lifesaver. Iconlifesaver.com. Iconlifesaver.com. They have one of these things. I think I'm going to get one of these things. This is, uh, what's the capacity on this thing right here? 750 liters and it will it will clean up to 2 million liters of water and it's this tank right there and the filtration is built into it 750 liters so what's that about 175 gallons 180 gallon tank with three filter elements built into it and it'll do 2 million liters that's pretty banging right there that's awesome and of course they have much smaller units as well but i like that i like that a lot i can see having one of those here and one of those at each of my bug out locations and then water water equals handled storage and filtration one unit good to go and that's from icon icon lifesaver.com so shout out to the patron that gave me that information so yeah rainwater collection the city, the city also has a law in place that if you don't have running water in your house, the city can seize your property. Sounds like somebody needs to show up at the city council meeting. And by somebody, I mean, I don't know, five, six, eight hundred people exercising their Second Amendment rights. I'd say, hey, turd burglars, we have our eyes on you. F-A-F-O knock it off or I'll shut your water off 
I'll seize your house by and for the people. Public servants, not public tyrants. Tracking? Tracking. Osceola, Iowa. Iowa? Really? Osceola, Iowa. Yeah, I'd I'd have me a little counter-protest. Peaceful, of course. Peaceful. The city has had a manager uh, a major illegal immigration problem for decades. My mom and grandmother worked at Osceola Foods at a Hormel meat packaging plant for years. I remember a story from the early 2000s when ICE came into the factory and detained around 100 illegal Mexicans that all had the same social security number on file, and that was 20 years ago, and the city has only gotten worse from then. Next, seeing an uptick in the past couple weeks of fentanyl overdoses in my coverage area. I'm a paramedic in eastern Oklahoma, especially with meth laced or mixed with fentanyl, either on accident or on purpose. We are also experiencing shortages with several meds we carry on the trucks. They range from drugs for sedation to cardiac meds. This is not good for the population base we serve, and these shortages seem to be nationwide. Well, they are nationwide. We've been detailing the shortage of these meds for over a year, getting back to you, dear person within my purview right now, need to have a plan other than call 911, wait for the ambulance to show up. You should call 911. You should wait for the ambulance to show up. But the problem is not solved when the ambulance gets there. In fact, here in eastern Oklahoma, in the county that I live in, while there are many good men and women that uh, serve in the ambulance corps, half of them are brand new and don't know what the hell they're doing. And I don't say that to rain on anybody's day or pee on anybody's Cheerios. I say that because there's a reason my truck is set up as a combination gun truck and ambulance. It's because I have more stuff on my truck than they do on the ambulance. And I have more stuff in my head than they do. And we, myself and refuge staff, have had to coach the EMTs and paramedics through what to do on scene on multiple occasions. And I'm a private businessman that runs a small company in Eastern Oklahoma. The reason we do that, and the reason we throw equipment at EMTs and paramedics around here like candy and law enforcement officers like candy is because I want them, because I live here, to be the best trained and equipped people on planet Earth. They also have to want to be trained and equipped. And many people, unfortunately, simply view it as a paycheck and they have zero interest in any professional growth whatsoever, which again shatters the paradigm of when the ambulance gets here, it'll be okay. No, it will not. No, it will not. Okay. As far as fentanyl in eastern Oklahoma, yep, 100%. I can corroborate that. Meth in eastern Oklahoma, absolutely. And a lot of people will say, Barry, you're always telling us to strategically relocate, but it sounds like it's an absolute crap show out there. Um, there's scumbags everywhere, people, everywhere. The thing about around here is, by and large, the meth heads keep to themselves. They very rarely scurry out from underneath their trailer and go mess with somebody else. And if they do, again, make your AO a non-permissive environment for sin, cool, cool. I'll put a dozen dudes in the wood line around your target and we'll handle it. And we have, and we will continue to. And you know what happens when you do? People learn, if you're gonna mess around, don't mess around over there. 
that place over there, that whole area over there, no-go zone. Those dudes over there are super serious. And then that perpetuates the mystique of those really nice people you do not want to mess with. Which is what everybody around here knows us as. And we're cool with it. And I want that for y'all as well. Those really nice people you never want to mess with. Okay. Next. I have to be careful with the first one. This is really easy to verify. And there was a bit of knowledge that was sent for me, but not for anybody else. So that that has been redacted. A project that refines redacted, located and redacted. A couple of months ago, one of the field guys informed someone that security at a job site stopped four men of Asian descent taking photos at night from outside the fence line. They claimed they were taking photos of the stockpiles because they liked the way they sparkled in the moonlight. Piles of material. Cops came out, took them away. The next day, a three-letter agency came out to the job site. That's the last that I've heard. Next, this is first-hand knowledge with my own eyes. This is probably one of the many in Tucson, Arizona, and an old call center located at Drexel and Calais Santa Cruz has been repurposed as a holding facility. Great location, existing tall fence, decent desert buffer on three sides, and mostly homeless in the area. Although directly across the street from the local community college. What could go wrong there? Next, last week we had a community meeting with an insurance broker regarding homeowners insurance. Thank you, Mitch Morris, for the 10 bucks. Appreciate you, bro. Apparently, most of the insurance companies are not renewing policies in our area. Ironically, this included the local fire chief. Because we are rural, 45 minutes to the nearest small city, everything is volunteer and funding can sometimes be an issue. The insurance companies are basing this on three main concerns. One, the condition of the forest, which is not being maintained. Two, proximity of trees to your home, land maintenance, and condition of your neighbor's property. And three, how well equipped and staffed the local fire department is. Ironically, two and a half out of three are beyond your control. On top of it, it's not just wildfire insurance, it's any type of homeowner's insurance. People need to wake up and connect the dots. As a kid, I was an Assembly of God churchgoer and strayed as I saw through the organized business. You've really changed the way I think over the last several years. I'm now 50. I appreciate all that you do. I appreciate you as well. Um, guys, I've been telling you since the last hurricane we deployed to with Grindstone, which was over a year ago in Florida, the insurance companies are going bankrupt very quietly, but they're going bankrupt and they're doing everything that they can to squirrel out of the commitments that they have with their customers. Also, the actuarial tables have changed because people don't have the income that they used to have and the risk has gone up. And so major global insurance companies have been restructuring, have been dropping clients and in some cases have gone bankrupt over the last 12 to 18 months. Yeah. They're not coming to save you either. It's a thing. That is the brief for today. Um, links in the description to all the cool stuff. Patreon.com, which I've already talked to you about. Prepper Consultancy, 10 bucks a month. Best 10 bucks you can burn on the internet. Ask me how I know. 
Refuge Medical. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see, by sundown today, uh, the store will be closed. So get it during sundown. If you're watching this after sundown, after sundown on Saturday, the store will be open again because we close our store for Shabbat. Um, so let's see, today's the 29th. Tomorrow will be the 30th and 31st Sunday. The store will also be open. Um, and that's important because of the end of year blowout sale that's going on right now. We've also got uh, gray bear facts are discounted because we're discontinuing that color. So if you need a bear fact, a bear first aid kit, and you don't care what color it is, you can find that there. Red bear facts are in stock. Um, red being the predominant color for civilians because it's easy to find in an emergency. It also has reflective striping on it so you can find it in the dark. Adventure kits, stomp bags are 300 bucks off. We like never do that. This is the first time we've ever done that. So um, bleeding uh, control, bleeding prevention kits, like 60 bucks uh, using North American Rescue uh, components. So really good deal. Bleeding prevention kits, uh, all this stuff. It's all at refugemedical.com. So go click around, check that out. If you want free shipping, you can use promo code Bear Nation. And if you're on Patreon, you can use your promo code that's in the description of every brief for a percentage off. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Refuge Ruckus is coming up. If you want to come ruck with us in downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas, check us out. RefugeRuckus.com. We're raising uh, funds and awareness for Caleb House, which is our anti-human trafficking ministry. And of course, you can find us at GrindstoneMinistries.com and CalebHouse.org. Caleb with a K. Do you just sell the bags? Of course, Royal Mountaineer. We have, have bag-only options for the Bear Fact, Bear Minimum, SOB, ARC, Adventure Kit, Stomp Bag, Field Medic. Yeah, yeah. Bag-only options for show. You might have to click around a little bit to find them, but they're out there. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, if you would like, us, like to help us combat pedophiles and um, put kiddos back together again, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.com. Royal Mountaineer, I just answered your question. Yes, we sell bags only. Um, I love my surgical bucket. Thanks, El Duterino Lebowski. Yeah, we have surgical buckets, wound care buckets, birthing buckets, postpartum buckets at Refuge Medical, all of which are great preps. Because once they're in the bucket, it's an O-ring sealed lid. They, they're never going to go bad, and they're there if you need them when you need them. So you check all that stuff out. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got for you all today. Let's talk to Dad real quick, and then uh, I got to go get to work. Good morning, Father. Yeah, Father, thank you for all of your myriad provisions and blessings. Father, thank you that we get to do this. And Father, please continue to convict us to walk in your will. Let us have a blessed day of prep, Father, and an awesome Shabbat. Keep us safe. Oh, Father, keep us safe with all these shenanigans that are going on in the world. Please continue to keep your hand on us and just let your provision and protection and blessing pour out because we would be totally screwed without you. Father, let us be your hands and feet. Use us for your will. Give us strength and power and authority in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and wisdom and discernment by your spirit, Father. Inexplicable peace that surpasses all understanding. 
Let us walk in your ways. Use us as your kiddos to the best of our ability. Help us build your kingdom and be the light, Father. Anything that comes against us that's not of you, we rebuke it in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and command it to flee. Put a hedge around us that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Help us be good. Help us walk in the ways of Messiah and thank you for the atoning blood of his sacrifice that we might come home again. Father, just thank you. Thank you for all the things that we have that are blessings that feel like burdens sometimes and make us strong enough and smart enough to be good stewards of them. Teach us to walk in your ways. Father, bless these people today. Provide for them today. Protect them today. And let your will be done. In Yeshua's name, amen. I will see y'all when I see y'all. Have a blessed day. Shalom.